crazy. I feel like there's just so many clinics back to back to back, but it's so nice because pretty much all week I've got to work from home and Ooh. yeah, the weather in LA has been so nice. When you work from home, do you work from like actually in the house or do you go to a coffee shop? Oh my God. So I've been trying to get myself to go to a coffee shop, but every morning there's like Five meetings or like a client call or something like that and I just never get there but I have this long list of coffee shops that I will be going to I I will go I know I will but I just haven't been but yeah, yeah. mostly at home okay so I need this information for personal use do you um shower on Daisy work from home <laughs> slash <laughs> slash do you even get out of your PJ some mornings it's a weird kind of like I will wash my face and put my hair up and then like put on yoga pants and some kind of business top. Washing your face. Okay. You know what? This actually reminds me of a great Nestor story. So, okay. I was going to say like washing your face feels like washing your whole body sometimes. It's just it does. the most refreshing thing in the world. But Nestor's mom has this thing where she's like, oh, as long as the windshield is like the windshield is clean, yeah. the whole car is clean. And I feel like the face is like the windshield of, of the body. <laughs> I, I totally agree. Does that make sense? It is exactly like that. Like, I will forget that I haven't showered as long as I've cleaned my face. 100%. You're the same way? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't honestly care. It's just so, like, TMI. I honestly don't care if I smell. If my face feels good, then I'm clean. Nothing a little deodorant won't help with. Right? I know, for real. It's gross, but... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's the thing that I've learned over the two years of basically just working from home straight is a shower is only important when it's important. Mm-hmm. It's going to smell you through Zoom. Here's the thing. There was this, <laughs> all this controversy from like Mila Kunis and whatever, whoever she's married to, Ashton Kutcher, yeah. about them not bathing their children. Do you remember that? Like people, <laughs> yeah. were, people were up in arms. Yeah. I was totally fine. <laughs> I was Honestly, like, what's the big deal? They're kids that you're going to get smelly in two seconds. It's kind of like my dog. Like, does he need a bath every day? No. Right? Okay, but here's also the comparison. Like, if you wash your clothes, people are going to think we're so gross. If you if you wash your clothes too many times, right, they say, like, try not to overwash your clothes because then the materials can start to wear out. Um, Hello, my hair can do the same thing. Yeah, so, okay, this is totally off topic of how was your week. What is this topic? There's no topic. <laughs> but as soon as COVID hit, I was like, thank God. I can finally do that thing where you don't wash your hair for, like, two, three, whatever weeks, and you look super grungy, 
but eventually it looks nice. Have you ever done this? Um, yes, and it straight up doesn't work. It's a, it's a lie. It's I a refuse lie. to believe this because I have been trying to do that since I was like 12 years old. Yeah. I have the greasiest hair, which should feel the opposite of somebody being like, oh, I don't shower. I do shower. Trust me, I promise. I smell nice tonight, right? Oh, yeah. I showered before I came here. I Guys, do she shower. smells amazing. She always smells amazing. Future sponsor dossier. I know. Kidding, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I don't know where I was going. You tried it and it just like. Oh yeah, I, I tried it and it. I mean, I've literally been trying it since I was twelve, but I keep trying it for longer and longer periods. Like you're saying, COVID, perfect opportunity. Go like a week and a half, two weeks, and still nothing. My hair maybe lasts one extra day with dry shampoo. Like mm-hmm. I cannot go the next day without. Like, it's either ball cap or dry shampoo one extra day, maybe two days after showering. That's it. But, like, I must emphasize with a lot of dry shampoo. (laughs) Flaking off. Yeah. (laughs) And the ball cap. I know. It took me, like, probably 10 solid days of not washing my hair for probably three trials. And then it looked okay. And I got to maybe four days. Also with dry shampoo. So I'm not sure it's the magic solution. Four days is a good stretch, though. But it's I can't, not bad. like I said, I can't make it past two after yeah. showering, yeah. after washing my hair. It can also be that I'm not doing anything. So I'm not sweating. Like, I'm in my house during the Me peak neither. of COVID. I have no excuse. I sit on my couch and my body is just like, let's grime it up in here. Like, it's so gross. I'm so busy. So, other than like, not showering or taking care of ourselves at all what have you been up to this week (laughs) um this week has been work hell truthfully Mm. and that's because we're headed into the holiday season so i think i 100% know that anybody in the e-commerce space knows exactly what i'm talking about but can you relate in like the medical field of just like the winter season holiday season is just like hell for everybody absolutely yeah so that's basically where I'm at, just in, in code. I mean, I'm imagine me a piece of code, like I'm zeros and ones. That's me at work. <laughs> I don't do any coding, but I feel like I become part of the computer, part of what I'm working on. don't know if that makes sense. Just like you're blending right in because you're just, in. You're just yes. in the computer the whole day. Typing so yeah. much that I start to become what, I, what you, I'm creating you are what I'm typing. It's very sad. Um but <laughs> um yeah let's see I keep myself entertained with the cats yes. George is so big oh my he's god he's so big I was looking at a photo on Instagram like that one that I posted of him a while ago yeah he has his like tiny ears Aww. his ears right now are like bigger than his face it's so cute <laughs> he's truly the cutest thing ever and he always wants to cuddle with me oh my god I'll lay on the couch and he like jumps up to like come cuddle with me I don't take him like I feel like people are always like you're bringing that cat around like you love that cat too much you're George is such no, a he love comes bug with me yeah. he's such a love bug yeah he's he honestly he reminds me a lot of the cat that I have now bones mm. yeah um, I feel like if bones like if I knew him as a kitten he'd be the same Totally. I can already feel like a lifetime bond with this cat. Like it's like it, it's different because it's like there are the other cats that I love with all my heart, but I don't feel that same bond as I do with George. Isn't it so crazy how and you he can me? Yeah, he totally did. Like I was about to give that cat away, and he was like, "No, please, I want to." Tanessa's brother, right? Tanessa's brother. But no, I'm like, 
Now we're thinking of maybe giving them Salem because Salem is like oh, she's so cute. <laughs> she is, but she's feisty. Mm. She's a she's a bit of a spicy girl, and I don't know if I can keep up with that much spunk in the house. There's gonna be a few cats, and to have one, cat, I have to be selective. Exactly, yeah. I have to pick the really calm and cuddly ones. And she's not calm nor cuddly. She's sweet as hell, but she's feisty and wants to just run around the house and destroy and shit, tear up the place. So I'm giving that one to a family members so I can <laughs> see her, but not have to take. That's you know, really a good good plan. <laughs> That's a good plan. Yeah. yeah, your kittens are so cute. How old are they now? I. I think they're like eight, half of them are eight months, I'm sorry, not months, half of them are eight weeks and the other half <laughs> are nine weeks. I know, I'm like, oh, like it's, gosh, honestly, half of me is like, oh, if it's been that long already, thank God, because they're already out. But if at the same time, like, would I also be taking care of that many? Nine at nine months? That's scary. 11 kids at nine months. That's a lot. That's effectively, I feel like that's officially crazy cat lady territory. Yes, I've reached it. I am. <laughs> oh, okay. Here's my TikTok right now. The, this gets me so irritated. TikTok has started showing me um, like basically rabbit hole videos of something that I have not even been exposed to the original video. So like, uh, do you know like the pug that tells like the bones versus no bones thing? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I had no idea. I've never seen any of his videos, but I kept seeing so many videos, even with the hashtag, like referencing this pug with bones. And I'm like, where the fuck is this pug with bones video? Yeah. Like, why are you showing me all the other videos talking about yeah. this when you're not even gonna show me the video that they're talking the about? The original. It drives me nuts. And they do this all the time. Like with the, um, Honestly, I don't know her name. This feels horrible. Maybe I shouldn't talk about it. But the Gabby, whatever, disappeared. Oh, should I be googling the, this? I don't know. They found the guy, Brian Laundry. I know his name. Oh. Which probably is horrible. Maybe I shouldn't include this in the. Should be more more brushed up on this. But anyways, the internet's obsessed with it. But they showed me all of this, like, all of these videos breaking down what happened without showing me like the video what happened. oh my god yeah oh couch guy that's another that's another great example uh, i was seeing you know couch guy so i was seeing videos and videos and videos and videos of people breaking down couch guy but i never saw the couch guy video i had to go freaking search for it and google like i had to go to google and search couch guy tiktok is that just a tiktok algorithm thing if it keeps doing that to you i don't know why it keeps doing that to me it expects me to know or I'm just missing the exact narrow window Maybe when it passes that. through. So that's what I'm saying. The internet is too fast for us to catch up with. You cannot be employed if you want to keep up with the internet. True, because the last time that I was this good at the or I guess the last time I was like that good at the internet was my Tumblr years. Yeah. Where I literally maybe worked 20 hours a week. I was like 16. Yeah. When I knew what was going on the internet. I wasn't on Tumblr. I was on like... Flicker, which is not oh. cool. <laughs> oh, cute. I know. Showing I my had, true color. I know. I had a Flicker for two minutes. Oh. But yeah. How was your Tumblr? I loved Tumblr. Truly, you know what? I'm seeing like Tumblr revive through TikTok, and I'm not the only one who's been saying this. Like people totally. have been like saying like the Tumblr revival is here, and I feel it. 
Isn't it I'm all about aesthetics? It. It's like just aesthetics, right? Like, oh, it's a lot of aesthetics, but it's also a lot of meme culture and yeah. a lot of like fandom culture, mm. which is reviving in its own ways. I'm seeing a lot more fandom culture resonate in like more musicians and TV shows, mm. like, like, like Doja Cat, for example. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So she's. I, her own, she has her own fandom, I guess, like... Oh, totally. Versus, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that, but... Well, it's just interesting to see how, like, these old platforms basically... Eventually arrive. circling around, yeah, in some new kind of method. Like, isn't TikTok basically like a rebirth of Vine? Like, do you remember Vine? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, exactly. Things and are just circling. And you know, they're renaming Facebook to, like, give it its own rebrand. Like, they're renaming it. Oh, really? I what? heard that somewhere. I wonder what they're going to rename that. I don't know. The Facebook. Ew. Back to the Facebook. <laughs> Go back to your roots. I know. Ooh, those are some really bad roots. Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> That's not a good place to go back to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm Ashley. And I'm Katie. Welcome to the Coconut Grove podcast. Ooh la la. I don't think it's an ooh la la, but hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is the Coconut Grove podcast episode uno. Yeah, this is like our premiere episode, so. Welcome. Roll it off the red carpet. We are here. We've arrived. Podcast land. Hi guys. So maybe we should just jump in and tell everybody about who we are. Who we are, how we started the podcast, what the podcast is going to be about. Yeah. And then after that, we'll do a little Q&A. That sounds great. Beautiful. Ashley, tell me about yourself. Yeah. So um, I am, I guess, newer to L.A., I moved here from Canada in February of 2020, and that's a story in and of itself. Oof, COVID story. Yeah. Um, so I am in my early 30s, so I I bring that little extra tidbit to the podcast. Um, I am a genetic counselor, so I work in healthcare, but I also am an artist. I do watercolor painting, and I try to you know, kind of dabble in some photography from time to time. So I've got a few things going on, but yeah, that's basically me. And just being loving LA, just being here for like half a year, got my new job started, trying out new things, loving life. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. So let's hear about you. Okay. Well, uh, let's see. I'm Katie. I've been in LA since... November 2018, um, I moved here for a production, a theater show that my friend and I wrote together and we put on at the Hudson Theater in Santa Monica Boulevard. So that's like the reason that I came here. I always knew that I'd live in LA, truthfully, since I was like maybe four years old. Not always knew I'd come here. My mom was raised in, in San Diego, so I kind of have that California blood running through me. 
The way that I make money is working in marketing and operations of an e-commerce business. It's quite boring and truthfully, I never want to talk about it. But for fun, I do like everything that I feel like is slightly creative or has like some sort of personal touch. So um, I'm an actor. Ooh, LA. Um, I feel like I have to plug that. Uh, Photographer. I've been a photographer for years and years and years. Um, I love it. A huge passion of mine. And then I also write for fun and... Yeah, that's me. Hi. Oh, awesome. I'm taking care of 11 kittens right now because two of the stray cats living behind my house I decided to adopt without realizing they were freaking pregnant. So I have 11 kittens (laughs) and three adult cats. My house is a freaking zoo. Um, But that's pretty much how you should know me, I guess. Yeah. I'm all over the place. All the time, I have multiple passions and multiple projects that I start and abandon. We like love. that is so <laughs> LA, though. I mean, honestly, everything you said is like the reason we met, the reason we bonded, the reason we <gasps> Tell started them how this we met. podcast. Tell them how we met. Tell them how we met. Um. Okay, so I guess I went onto a Facebook group and saw that Katie had posted something looking for someone who was interested in creative ventures. And I was like, this girl sounds like my kind of girl. You know, it's so funny about that whole thing. So I had like so many responses to that. So basically, you guys, what I did was I posted on this Facebook group for LA ladies. And it was like, hey, so I I have a business on my side that I'm running. And I want to know other people who do kind of the same thing. Um, because if you run a business, you know, it can kind of feel isolating. So basically I put that post out and found Ashley and never responded to anybody else. Are you serious? No, that's not true. I did (laughs) respond. I did respond, but nobody seemed to actually like me. And like, I could probably say like 80% of the messages are still like, I sent the last message, like, and nobody's responded. Like, it's so sad. That's crazy. But whatever, because, you know, we, we yeah, made a friendship out of it. So. Exactly. Yeah, here I was. Uh, recently moved to L.A. I didn't have a job. I, I'm still Canadian, so I'm on, like, a visitor's tourist visa. And me and Katie, I'm like, hi, I'm unemployed. I'm not legally you allowed not to be here. be here for much longer. <laughs> this, this friendship could be two weeks. Who knows? Yeah, and she's like, that's cool. That's fine. No problem. That's you do you. Cool. <laughs> that's totally fine. And then she's like, so what do you do? And I'm like, well, I'm in healthcare. She's like, cool. Did you even read the post? Like, <laughs> like, that's not what I'm looking for. But that, I think, is what brought us together is just these, like, interests in so many different areas that aren't just the way we make money, but all, you know, all of these ventures that are creative or entrepreneurial that, you know, really spark our interest to do other things. And I think that's what, you know. Yeah. It led us down the path of knowing like more about each other too. Um, Like I, I constantly feel like you and I are finding out more about each other that we can constantly relate to. Like, what did we just talk about at dinner? We were talking about the branding of this, of this podcast. We had literally the exact same vision without sharing it to each other. Yeah. Like I shared it to Ashley, shared her Pinterest board. And I was like, this is what I'm thinking for the brand. I was like, eh, uh, okay. Yeah. This is exactly <laughs> what I would have done. Brain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so that's pretty cool. And uh, 
And that led us to basically want to start a podcast. Um, I, it, it came up as a joke at dinner with both of our boyfriends. Um, and then we were like, wait, I'm not joking. Are you joking? No. We're like dead serious. Like, why aren't we already doing this? So like if I were to, if I were to ask my aunt in Alabama, what she thought about LA and she listed off like five things. Like, that's what we're basically going to be talking about. <laughs> like, the things that are quintessentially L.A. Um, but I think you and I are, like, really inquisitive and really curious about perspective and about life in general. So I think the way that we're going to approach these topics is going to be a lot more curious and, yeah, just wanting to know every side of the story of whatever we're talking about. Yeah, so basically our goal is to do an exploration of interesting topics that mainly hit home in LA, but might have merit for the rest of the world. Certainly America, hopefully a little Give bit for Canada. We're thinking we'll start with some really interesting topics that are current right now, like fast fashion um, and exploring how fast fashion is a destroying the planet, but also has some interesting benefits that you wouldn't think of. And we want to do a little bit of exploration into um, drugs and mental health. We've got a really cool guest speaker coming on for our third episode. Ooh, look at us. We're so fancy with a guest on episode three. Ooh, who do we think we are? (laughs) (laughs) And then we hope that we can do some lighter episodes too, where we can try out some cool places in LA and give you reviews and give you some feedback and some ideas for what you can do around the city. Um, but we also hope that there'll be some really heavy, you know, hitting hard episodes where we'll really dive into some important topics that aren't just for LA, but are, you know, important for the rest of America and the rest of the world. So. And not just important, but truthfully interesting. I am somebody who gets very bored on podcasts very easy. So I hope to keep your attention the whole time, uh, crossing fingers. Um, but yeah, I hope that the topics that we bring, um, I think, the job that Ashley and I both have is to find the interesting piece of it. And I think what's cool about this podcast is like what is considered interesting is different for everyone. Um, so that although the topic broadly would be really interesting, I think how we dive into the topic and the, the positives and the negatives that we can bring out will be probably the most interesting aspect of it. It's just like, not exploring a topic on a surface level like you can just read on any blog but like as if you were to combine three perspectives of blogs basically yeah that's the goal we want to bring a balanced perspective and we also recognize that our perspectives might not be the same as other people listening to the podcast so we're going to hopefully be able to bring in like guests who can give that other angle we want to take time to acknowledge our place in the world. And- 100%. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. like, I I mean, you can tell in our voices, but we are two white ladies. Yes. Um, like, two white women in L.A. So we acknowledge that we are very specific demographic, and we don't want our podcast to just cater to the white woman in L.A. Um, we want to make sure that us white women are acknowledging the other people who live in LA and the other people who make up LA. And I think that's, what's going to make this podcast so fun and interesting for everybody, the listeners and us Ashley as well, um, is exploring like as granular as we can get 
it, as far as, you know, as interesting as a podcast can be, right? Um, yeah, I'm really excited. I yeah. think you and I are on to something really fun. I'm super excited. And I am just stoked that, you know, I'm trying something new to push myself outside of my comfort zone. And I can't wait to see where this goes. Oh, yay. Another commitment for this Capricorn. Let's see how many I can tack onto my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Stress level 100. No, it's going to be okay. great. That's okay. That's why I am drinking wine right now. Same. Yeah. So or we can get to know each other's uh, lives in LA a little bit more. Mm, this is a nice, quickie little podcast. So let's start with maybe, well, maybe like, how did you know you wanted to move to LA? You said that was like since childhood. True. I always knew that I was going to move here. Um, I feel like it was definitely reinforced by my family because as soon as like any sort of two year old says, like, I want to be in the movies and they like mean it like I did, then like instantly everyone's like, one day they're going to be famous, like even if they never do anything, right? So my grandma was constantly like, one day you're going to be famous. Um, So that put a lot into my head as a child. (laughs) So yes, of course I knew I was going to move to LA. That's so cute. I know. It's kind of (laughs) sad, but it is kind of cute. I do have a lot of stories about my grandma. Um, but anyways, uh, well, what about you? When did you know you wanted to move to LA? Okay, so I feel like in Canada, maybe LA doesn't have the same, like, sparkle that it does in America. I don't know. Is that a thing? It has a very dull Pacific Northwest vibe about it. Like Canada it does or in- LA does? No, Canada does. Is that is that not what you were saying? Canada is very different. So it's very large. It's mostly covered in snow, but not all year round. But (laughs) I just feel like if we're talking about what Canada thinks about LA, I mean, maybe people haven't even thought twice about it. So when I first said to people I wanted to move to LA, they're like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Why? Good for you. I know. Okay. That's a Pacific Northwest thing. Okay. So when I was working, so I was, I was a photographer, right? I used to shoot weddings. When I was working weddings, um, my last year that I was working them, I was living halfway between LA and Portland and Portland, um, has like this ultra hate for California and Portland. I mean, LA specifically, it's like stupid, but I was like, oh yeah, I live in LA and I love it. And they're like, why literally three people i'm not even i'm not even kidding their first response is why that's because they have sad seasonal (laughs) affective disorder the actual sad yeah Yeah. i used to have sad i I still have sad i might have so much less bad here sad is less bad yeah that is less bad and that (laughs) is that is the sunshine medicine of la for you yeah right yeah we're gonna name this this episode sunshine medicine because uh it 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 works it fits ashley keeps saying it and i keep loving it (laughs) so i like I got this idea in my head. I was I was in my master's program. I was doing my genetic counseling. And I had like maybe a month off from this program that was pretty much pure hell for two years. It was very difficult. Maybe other people thought it was easier, but I was like, oh Nerds. my gosh. 
<laughs> total nerds total nerds and we only got like this one month off like hey i'm in canada i was in central canada what can we do so mike and i were like okay we're gonna go on a road trip we just got in the car i think it we probably didn't plan anything just started driving so if you drive south from victoria after taking a ferry you end up somewhere near seattle you just keep driving you're in oregon i don't know we had no plans we ended up in san francisco we're like okay san francisco's nice everyone said <laughs> it would be nice it was cold. It was wet. It, everything truly, was damp. I truly agree. My first impression with San Francisco was really sad. Yeah. I had the same, like, I had the same impression. I was so freaking happy to be in California versus Oregon. Like, let me just set the record straight. I was thrilled to be in California. But I was like, wait, this is the this is the Pacific Northwest California. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. I know. I why am I why do I have to wear the exact same clothes that I was just wearing in Portland? Like that's not fair. I came here to look cute and not to look like an Eddie Bauer ad. Like <laughs> <Eddie> <laughs> Yeah, like I have some Scottish friends. They'd probably be like, there be the horror rolling in, which is like <laughs> severe fog like <laughs> honestly so I was just like okay this is nice like I think we we had a few days planned there and we, we left early like I'll say this it's a beautiful city I will visit it and I will enjoy it for all it is it's quite insular I felt like we just couldn't find our niche like even in the few days we were there like the restaurants were like I don't really know where to go and everyone seemed to be like in some kind of like business clique I don't know. A hundred percent. It's so strange. It feels like the people who live there are, um, what is the, what is the video game term? Um, on, it's like unplayable characters. Um, it's not you, it's not UPC. What is it? Oh. Oh my God. We're going to get so roasted for not knowing this. I'm going to get so roasted because this is such a TikTok thing. Non-playable characters, NPC. Oh, I was like, UPC, because I work in freaking e-commerce. Yeah. I work in e-commerce, okay? I'm like, all I can think Everything of is, is an acronym. Okay. So. But, okay, so it's an NPC, a non-playable character. I feel like everybody who lives in San Francisco is an NPC. Because exactly, I have the exact same experience as you. Did you? When I went there, I was yeah. like, what is, it's just like, these like, like corporate bros yeah. and that's it and there's yeah. like it's not of homeless people but not anything different than than what's here unfortunately um but that's it that's the city yeah there I don't feel like I got the interesting type of culture that I was expecting maybe it disappeared Nestor calls it San Francisco I think that's a thing too oh wow yeah I mean I'm I've never heard that, but I, I feel like that's probably fair. <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> okay, I'm wait. also Canadian, so I feel like I'm learning every day. Okay, I feel like I'm totally going to diverge topics. I won't this time. We'll have plenty of time to diverge in the future. Um, but yeah, so, okay, so circling back to your story of coming here. Um, yeah, how is the process? Okay, so I'm curious because I'm a U.S. citizen, born and raised. You're not. You're very much not born and raised here. So you have to go. <laughs> she and, says with a little bit of. Yeah. Uh, to, <laughs> to get here to make LA yeah. your home. Yeah. So how, how is that experience? Oh my God. So, so Mike and I wanted to move in February, March. So this was like, not the middle of the pandemic, but like it was still pandemic times. Like this was before vaccines were released to the public. So, um, 
basically at this point, I quit my job. I had no job. He had quit his job. Luckily, he had a job line. So like, we packed up our apartment in like maybe five days. Wow. We drove a U-Haul to the border. So that in itself, getting off an island, we're, we, we're born on an island, we live on an island. Getting to that border was even like four hours process. And <laughs> crossing any border into the US is a yeah. freaking nightmare. Yeah. I have personal experience in that field as well. Yeah. Horrible. So I don't know how long, how much, how much detail we should get into here, but basically we sat at that border while he was being processed. And I had to be so bad. I had to be so we were not allowed out of the car. No. Guess what I did? Did you pee in a bottle? I peed in a cup. <laughs> I've never done that. I have never done it before either. I was so embarrassed. I was like, what's going to happen? But we couldn't get out of the car. I almost did that. Out of <laughs> I almost did that when I was thrifting. <laughs> because everybody has their freaking bathrooms closed right now. I went into this yes. Goodwill. I'm sorry to overtake your topic, but I went this into this Goodwill. This is important. And I was like, it is an emergency. I drove here to this Goodwill knowing you had a bathroom because I used it before and knowing the three other thrift shops in this area that I plan to go to do not have bathrooms at all in their vicinity. So Goodwill, open your doors. They did. Thank God I didn't pee myself there and I bought some stuff. So everyone was happy. Anyways. That, that is a lifesaver right you there. You in the cup. <laughs> yes. Unfortunately it came, it worst came to worst, like by a mile. Because we were stuck in the car for like, I think three hours. I had, I was like nervous, sweating. It was really bad. And because of COVID, we were not allowed to use their washroom. Like if you leave, if you oh, leave yeah. your vehicle, you were deemed like quarantine. You had to quarantine. You were not allowed in the country. I wouldn't be allowed it back in Canada. It was serious. You would be in this like limbo. This I'd be in limbo. limbo island. So I was like stress sweating. I was freaking, I peed in a cup. Okay. <laughs> All this happened. <laughs> Such a disaster. I'm so glad. I'm so <laughs> glad you saved this story specifically for the podcast. You didn't know this. I didn't know this. <laughs> I feel like we have to, I feel like I'm going to have to really save up some stories to beat this one because that is a great story. There you go. So all this, all this to say that I was denied access to the U.S. <laughs> you waited in line that long and they still said get the fuck out of here yeah they were like no sorry so because it's like you know important workers only and you're unemployed you can't come in also we're not married so I couldn't come on like disposal visa so anyways Mike drove me back into the city and I stayed in a hotel for two days I got some testing done I was negative for COVID that's great we'll go on a plane came down and met him I thought we were going to meet in LA but we met in Medford, Oregon, because that's no! where the car broke down. Stop! <laughs> Ew! <laughs> so the car broke down. Well, the trailer ripped off of the car is what happened. That's terrifying. Yeah. So the trailer, the U-Haul trailer ripped off of the car. Um, but to keep things tight, we we got that trailer hitched onto another U-Haul. And I drove that sucker with Mike in tandem all the way down to L.A. He had already started his job, let me tell you. He was working he in was hotels. In the side. Was he work, like in the passenger seat on his laptop? <laughs> no. No, we just, we drove like during the night and he worked all day. So we were like reverse. We were like nocturnal coming down to L.A. We got into L.A. at 3 a.m. And like he had to work the next day in the hotel. No. Yeah. Did he have to like show up at a specific time? Like I'm here 9am on Slack. Like, so kind of, <laughs> yeah. But like, 
uh, we just like worked out of this hotel in Hollywood. And so like, I love Hollywood because like that's where we landed. That's where we <gasps> I were. Love yeah, for like a month. Luck. And uh, yeah, so he worked, we worked out of the hotel. I was looking for a job and like, yeah, we finally realized, okay, we're safe. We made it. We returned all the U-Hauls. We put everything in storage. And then we started looking for an apartment. And it, so, like, it was kind of hell. It's <laughs> like, okay, yeah. right here, moving, entire moving experience. Like, subtract the idea that LA is involved whatsoever. If this were to be any other city, like, give me a rating of how horrible this moving experience was for you. Truthfully. On a 1 out of 10. Yeah, it was, like... It was a nine or a ten. <laughs> the worst moving experiences. <laughs> like, I don't know what else. Like, aside from my plane going down, like, knock on wood. Like, <laughs> I don't know what else could have gone wrong. It was really... It was intense. It was, that sounds really crazy. Um, mine was not nearly as insane. Mine was, like, maybe a six or a seven out of ten. Thank I think God. we had a place to stay when I first moved here. It was quickly kicked out. Yeah, yours wasn't easy either. No, I, I was all over the place. Um, I lived in like three or four different places before I actually got my first apartment. Slept on some friends' couches. God bless them. Um, slept on my mom's couch. I mean, it's God like really her. hard to find an apartment in LA. It is truly one of the most difficult things. And I didn't think it was that hard because every other city that I lived in, it's so easy. You hop on a Facebook group and somebody says, come live with me. And you say, I want to live with you. And then that's it. And then you give them money totally. and then everyone, you're, you're a roommate. But I tried straight up for like three months straight with nothing. The place that I was staying in, my friend's house, like, her roommate was so sick of me. She was like, get the fuck out. What? And you need a place to stay that's not my couch. Which I get. But I'm like, girl, um, do you want to see my, like, message history? I'm trying. It <laughs> I, is I'm trying. So Trust me, hard. I don't want to sleep on a couch. I want a freaking bed of my own. I'm, I want to live in luxury. I don't want to live on a couch. Yeah, this is not what I'm going for. Right? Like, I'm not. That's just not who I am. Uh, it took me a while. I was dog sitting for two weeks at somebody's house, which was honestly one of the most luxurious like experiences. Where life. was it? It was on, it was kind of here, close to Venice. Oh, it's beautiful. not too far from here. If I drove from here from your place to there, it'd be like ten minutes. Aww. It's super close. Cared for these really cute dogs. It was lovely. Um, eventually, f- well, then I stayed with my mom again after that. And then I think after staying with my mom, I think I stayed with my friend on her couch. <laughs> they were so tired of me. I stayed I there for it's only called couch surfing. It was I was couch surfing on one couch back and forth from my mom's <laughs> couch to her couch. Aww. And I was like, I promise, I swear to God, like give me a month and I promise I'll get out of here. Like, but I just like need to be closer so I can actually tour these apartments. I mean, honestly, sometimes people don't find places for six months. It's insane. It's so hard to move here. Yeah, it is. But really hard. you know, I found found these like promising places that sounds so great and so ideal but eventually was able to secure the apartment that I have now um thank god and then went through like a horrible breakup oh and my god met yeah. the love of my life at the same time basically Nester. um yeah so I yeah I would say my experience moving here was like at, um, in a bad way so out of 10 like seven bads out of 10 Seven beds. <laughs> Seven like, beds out of ten because you had quite a few beds in that story. That's very true. Mm-hmm. So it's on a lot of blow beds too. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, now I have a real one. Thank God. Yeah. Um, yeah, moving here is hell. It's really hard. You told but me rain, when I moved here, though. Yeah, I tried to warn you because I try and warn everybody as soon as they move here. Your first six months are just, like, straight up hell. I don't want to lie to you. But They're you said hard. something like... LA is going to chew you up and spit you out. And if you're still here, when that's done, you're meant to stay. And yeah. it will, like, LA will love you and embrace you. It'll basically, like, elevate you. Like, your first year here in LA is going to be the most, like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And I never sugarcoated it for anybody. It is hell. It's horrible. And it will drag you through the mud. LA is like, haha, you want to move here? Like, let's see if you can freaking take it. It's mean and it's horrible. And you will go through the biggest life changes of your whole life. I swear to God, as soon as you step foot in here. But then after that, like, life just becomes magic. And yeah. things make sense. But not a lot of people get through that first really tough part. They leave in the middle of it. I think that's the, that's the trouble, though. It's like, are you expecting that or does that come as a surprise and like are you the kind of person that wants to tolerate that kind of stuff or are you like I don't have time for this yeah it's it's expectations yeah I'm I think that's part of our personalities and I think that's also like what is so cool about this podcast we're like we don't settle for exactly what we know we always know that there's more behind a veil and we're curious about it yeah yeah so I think we're going to get into it in the next podcast and, and chat yeah. about some really interesting things. Um, My laptop is dying, so we probably should. I, that wasn't much of a Q&A, but you know what? This is our first, po- first podcast, so we're playing it by ear, I guess. <laughs> we're playing it by wine is what we're playing it by. Okay, let's cling to the mic so the mic can hear that we're actually drinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, cheers. Anyways, cheers, friends. Um, okay. So basically that was the intro. Um, Yeah, so basically the next two episodes that are released here at the same time, these episodes will all be out at the same time. Yeah. Uh, We have episode two, which is on fast fashion. And then we have episode three, which is on psychedelics and um, mental health psychedelic therapy, which Mm -hmm. has our first guest. Um, Super excited about both of those. So um, now that you got to know both of us and a little bit of our personalities, we're really excited for you to kind of dig into the uh, cool topics that we have to bring to you about LA and things that are going on in LA. Um, and yeah, definitely follow our Instagram page. It's Coconut Grove Pod. And so it's not spelled like a regular coconut. We went with the old school coconut spelling. So it's C-O-C-O-A-N-U-T Grove pod pod so coconut grove pod that's where you can catch up with both ashley and i um where we can share some updates of the podcast and some cool stuff that we got going on there some sneak peeks of the episodes etc etc um yeah do you want to tell them a little bit more about kind of like where we're going with this and do you want to wrap it up <laughs> yeah, of course of course so yeah follow us on instagram that's where we're gonna be for now we will be bringing you podcasts hopefully on a weekly basis we're gonna drop three podcasts at the same time so check out some of our um you know more targeted topics in fast fashion and um, mental health and psychedelics and we will be letting you know what the next topics are soon um check us out in those places and hopefully oh wait you should also follow our personal accounts yes we will link our personal accounts on the coconut grove pod um you can find me at ashley hansen on instagram 
Uh, and me at Katie Dessen, also on Instagram slash pretty much every channel anywhere. You can probably find me on TikTok too, but I'm more of a stalker. So, um, yay, we did it. We recorded <laughs> a podcast. With that, have a great night, guys. Sending our love. Yay, bye. Bye. That was it. Bye.